Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. It's Tuesday, April 11th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to the Beckler and Shauna Pisscast. I'd like to make a quick shout out if I could. Please do. Uh, it's one of my best buds and friend of this podcast, Ted's birthday today. Hey, Ted. Happy uh, birthday. I don't know if he is caught up or not. I find because we're a daily podcast and because the episodes have gotten a little bit longer yep. that often people will say, oh, I'm not quite caught up. Right. They'll fall behind, right? Fair. Because the episodes kind of stack up. We put them out almost faster than some people are able to listen to them because we understand we're not the only podcast in your rotation. Yep. Um, and then people will, you know, go on a road trip or work on a project on the weekend or something and catch up on it. So uh, whenever you hear this, happy birthday. And... I guess if you are caught up, then you're experiencing today as we are. Yes. I was talking about my terrible back yesterday. Felt a lot better today. I was in quite a bit of pain during the show yesterday. I was trying to hide it, but it's, it's very uncomfortable. Awful. Um, but you said you were you were laid up yesterday too, hey? Yeah, I had an awful headache. I, it, I don't know if it was this the, like there's this crazy schnook that obviously came in or was supposed to come in. I don't know if that's what it was or not, but yeah, I... Yeah, I was like, it started a bit during the show, and then I was lying on the couch all day yesterday, and I like it was okay, but I was super nauseous. So every time I tried to, so I was like lying on the couch, just thinking about the two of us. And I was like, we're just a real special pair. We aren't suck. We? You're laying uh, on the couch. I'm laying on the floor. Oh man, yeah. yeah. And uh, I find that you know when I when my best ideas for this show come from like being out and talking to people and totally. doing stuff and like seeing the world. When when you're stuck at home like that, you just like scroll on the internet and that stuff isn't as exciting. Totally. So yeah. Uh, but despite that, I think we managed to put together a decent show today. We're going to talk about how Easter candy has changed in our lifetimes. Um, Bo says a teacher farted him at school. I'll tell that story to you. Some Vancouver soft soft stories. I'm going to put into perspective uh, the time you've spent in your life so far and what you have left. Heard something very interesting on that recently. We're going to make milk sexy. Milk needs our help. Yeah, it does. A TV trope. Some career advice. What career advice you'd give to young people today? Some white girl quotes. Um, apparently, the people at the bakery will make whatever cake you want, as Shauna found out just recently. It's amazing. And we'll talk about the Flames officially getting bounced from the playoffs right after your out-of-context clip of the show. Didn't play well. The Flames have officially been eliminated from the playoffs. What a bad way to go, you know, in a shootout like that. Just Well, it was appropriate. It, it, it was. They lost in a shootout in a game they needed to win where yep. they outscored their, outshot their opponent substantially. Yes. Which was kind of the uh, story of the Flames' entire season, wasn't it? Yeah, but then they would lose against teams yeah. that they should have won against. That's right. It was very. It's a very weird, very weird what was going on with this team. They'd play well against good teams occasionally, and then lose to teams that were just garbage. Yeah, and weird. I mean, they had so many overtime and shootout losses, right? So many of those extra points. Yeah, 
And a few of those, like, they, they really shouldn't even have been in that position last night if they'd been able to win a few of those. But yeah. uh, I'm sure it was a long season for Flames fans. Yes. I think many Fla- Flames fans now will be <laughs> calling for the head of Daryl Sutter, uh, which is t- too bad for us as we've only just started developing a Daryl Sutter impression for this show. Mm. Uh, and I'm sad to see that go. <laughs> yeah. I didn't hear Daryl last night. Didn't, what did he have to say after the game? I actually didn't hear either. I, did he say anything, knowing him? Didn't play well. Yep. All there is to it. That sounds about right. Yeah, if even that. I think there was even more mumbling involved. I don't know if he made any words that actually sounded like words. Good enough. I don't, I, That's for it, yeah. I agree with the fans who say that his coaching style, his shtick would wear thin on a team. I've heard a lot of that from Flames fans. Yeah. And I think that's probably true. Maybe there sure. is no place in the game for that sort of coaching style anymore. But I also don't buy that excuse as to as to why the Flames underperformed this year. I don't think you can put it on Daryl Sutter. Like, if you're a grown man making millions of dollars a year, you shouldn't need any external motivators to perform, right? Yeah. The millions of dollars should be the motivation, I mean, it, it's not just the Flames who who do this, though, right? I know. Like, it's, it's it's a pro athlete. It, thing. it truly is insane when you think about it, and that's why when it gets to the playoffs, all of a sudden this this next gear comes out, and you're like, where has the, where was that the whole season? Yeah, well, it's tough to sustain over an 82 game regular season. Understood. But yeah, you to know, put I don't some think you heart, could say though, on the on the ice. You know, you'd think. Yeah, but. yeah, that's just it. It was that's what it came down to. I think. Like, I don't. You can't blame a coach for that the flames on paper were a good team mm-hmm. and still are a good team yeah so. i mean you do need some sort of leadership to help bring the team together i suppose and keep them motivated that's i mean the point of a coach but i don't think you should need to be motivated if you make millions and millions of dollars a year like yeah whatever <laughs> whatever Understood. you make that's, list, just, that's you, how it goes as an athlete but yes you listening right now you make a fraction yeah. of that and hopefully don't need a ton of motivation to come to work. Your paycheck is the motivation to come to work. Well, you don't have a work coach? Where it comes down, tells you how to do it, how to stay motivated? Uh, need to be better. Well, that's it, Russ. Yeah, that wouldn't do it for me. That wouldn't keep me motivated. podcast. As you know, Beckler, I like to get cakes for every occasion. Yes. Big cake got, person over here. Got me several cakes over the years. Yeah, like your vasectomy cake, for example, and it said you snipped your horn, so here's a unicorn, and it was a unicorn cake. Yeah. And yeah, I'll, I'll try and do them and for then, all kinds of occasions. I think you got me a cake for at least one of my vasectiversaries. Yes, yes. <laughs> I forget. I, I had it written down forever, and then I lost the date, and I'm very sad because your vasectiversary would have when would it come semi recently, I'd think. Yeah, should have gotten you another September, cake. So. Uh, I was laughing though because I I follow this bakery, and they posted this request that they got from a firefighter recently, and uh, this dude is clearly my spirit animal because he says this. He says, "I need you to make me a cake." I did my agility obstacle course this weekend and threw up all over the obstacle course. Oh. Can you make me a cake that says, sorry, I threw up on your obstacle course. And <laughs> That's so specific. It's so specific. And then it said, and could you make it look like somebody blowing chunks? Also, I threw up a biscuit. So if that could be in the mix of chunks, that would be great. <laughs> That's so specific. So outrageously specific. Hilarious, though, because, I mean, that's what happens when I when I used to go up and be like, I, I need a vasectomy cake. Now, I'd, I'd do the pre-made cakes. I never got you one that was made to a look custom. like a 
vasectomy. I <laughs> uh, thought that would be a bit too much. But even still, when you're asking them to like what to write, they were always like, you want me to write what? So did this bakery make this? They made this cake. Throw up cake? And it looks amazing. It looks really? like somebody blew chunks all over the cake. And there was a little biscuit that was all in the chunks and stuff. That's hilarious. And it said, sorry, I threw up on your obstacle course. I was like, this is just phenomenal. <laughs> They've just heard it all down at the they cake shop, haven't they? Absolutely have. Like, yeah, we can do that. No problem. I remember I used to be nervous to walk in, especially like for your vasectomy <laughs> cake. I was like, are they going to... Are they going to allow this or, and they just, they, not even a blink, just, no. uh-huh, yeah, what do you want again? Okay, cool. Yeah, this it'll is, be right up. This is far from the weirdest request we've Absolutely, ever had. Absolutely, yeah. Hey, Bethany, <gasps> can I get another blowing chunks cake yeah. up here? Uh, blue chunks on the obstacle course, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's typical. <laughs> just another Thursday. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I understand we have several white girl quotes to work through here. Oh, yes, quite a few yes. for sure. Uh, how do you want to take them? You want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, you go first. Okay. Uh, mine are actually, they could be white girl quotes or white bro quotes. They oh, could go either way. Okay. The first one was sent to me from the Eridree Dad's Instagram account. It said, think outside, no box required. <sighs> think outside the box, but no, just think, just get outside and do your thinking there. Oh, that's good. Yeah. It, actually, I think it's pretty good advice. I mean, I mean, yeah. Getting outside can really clear your head. It, it sure can. Absolutely. Yeah. The second one, this one's from my brother. My body is my journal and my tattoos are my story. Oh, that's beautiful wow. too. Yeah. My body. My body. My body is okay. my journal. Mm-hmm. Read uh, my story on my body. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, this one uh, just says, first I drink the coffee, then I do the things. Oh, I don't like that. <sighs> don't like that. Adding the extra the, the then I do the things. The to, things. Like, you know, that's just a... I, I just did well, a thing. I just did the we thing. We did a thing. I'm Let's go do and do all the, the things, things today. Yeah. Oh, man. That's, that's like that's ugh, a doozy. That's cringy internet talk is what that is. Sure is. And yep. then this one was on Barnyard Wood, like just perfectly. Yep. Good start. Sitting beside my husband, I said, I love you. He replied, is that you were the wine talking? I said, it's me talking to the wine. <laughs> oh, man. Man, that is... Oh. Oh. Wow. Jeez, that's a mess. That was a train wreck. Like I'm just I'm I'm reliving it through my head as I'm saying that. Like, it's oh. so long for this like terrible joke in the end. Uh, yeah. Oh, the payoff. Why? That was brutal. Why? That's one of the worst ones I've ever heard. I think. Oh man, how many squash <laughs> noodles out of ten does that get? That one, I don't know. Like, like it's so bad. I want to give it zero, but I also want to give it ten. Yeah. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. My brother-in-law was talking. Uh, about my nephew recently and said, you know, maybe he'll become a broadcaster. And then my sister immediately was like, hell no, there's no job security in that. And I was <laughs> sitting there with them and I was laughing. I was like, okay, uh, fair point. Your I sister's mean, not wrong. He's not <laughs> wrong. No, uh, especially in comparison to many other careers. I'm like, yeah, no, it makes sense. But it got me thinking. I was like, if you were to talk to kids today and try and suggest a good career to get into, what would you recommend? Oh, man. It's so tough right now. Like, I was thinking about this. What would you... I mean, you have two of your own young boys. Is there anything that you kind of hope that they get into or anything that you'd be like, this would be a good career for them? No, not especially. No, No, I want them to do something that they they like, that they're passionate about, about, and that that hopefully provides them a bit of financial security because it's tough to struggle, isn't it? So, um, but other than that, no, I have no... I wouldn't push them one way or the other. I... 
I think they don't need to follow in my footsteps. No. No, definitely. I don't. Don't follow in these footsteps. No. (laughs) (laughs) Which is funny because especially I know your boys, you know, see what you do and think it's pretty cool. Yeah. So they might want to follow in your footsteps. But But, I mean, this industry could look a lot different by the time they're old enough to enter it, right? Yeah. Although, you know, I wouldn't have recommended someone getting into this this industry when you and I started either, Sean. It's never been easy. No, I know. That's um, that's totally it. I mean, if you you, you got to give it a shot, yep. right? If it's something that you really want to do, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I'd uh, what would you do? Man, this is it's it's a tough thing. Like I was thinking about that, and I'm like, what? Because even you know, there's always the classic. Well, you know, you can't go wrong with doctor or lawyer or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then through COVID, I was like, I don't know if you want to be a doctor either. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah. went through some tough times and still are after that. Sure did. Right. So I mean. Yeah, lawyer, the, I, mean, the, I guess, but... The the few lawyers we know, though, like, it's it's so demanding. It's right? a crime. It's, yeah, like, the hours are so long, and if you want to also have a family, it makes it difficult, right? Yep. So I have, yeah, three friends who got into uh, law work in different ways and are all out of it now because it was too much for them. Mm-hmm. They're like, I can't do this and have a family, and family was priority for them, so they actually got out of it. So I know it's really tough. And then, you know, tech... Because people are like, well, tech jobs right now are big, but then you see a lot of tech companies right now laying people off. And that industry is changing so fast right now. Right, that that can go up and down too. There isn't a whole lot of job security there, I don't think. That's right. Either. That's right, even though that is kind of the cutting edge of of where we're headed. Yeah. I mean, if you have the mind for it, we're probably always going to need engineers of some sort. True, yes. But again, you got to be wired a certain way, don't you? And I definitely wouldn't have been wired that way. No, no. I don't yes. know. Yeah, I'll I'll encourage whatever they want to do, provided it's you know, it's a good decision. Miming. Don't get back on the miming, miming. thing, Sean. Yeah. I know that your boys listen to this podcast, and at one point, was it Bo who wanted to get into miming? Go for it, Bo. Years ago. Years Follow ago. your dreams. Yeah. Follow your dreams. <laughs> a lot of job security there. That mime union, real strong. Yeah, real really strong. Is. <laughs> the and Shauna podcast. We got a few messages on this topic. Someone said that lawyers are actually being, like, they're training AI to replace certain legal roles. Yeah. Which I could see. And then you mentioned off air just anything to do with AI is probably going to be quite lucrative in the future, right? Totally. Yeah, and tons of people were just mentioning trades, like yep. all kinds of trades. And garbage men, that's another one that I thought of. I was like, you're always going to eat the garbage men. Until we have autonomous garbage Fair. trucks, but that's probably still a way off. Yeah, yeah. But you're right, tradespeople, like we're always going to need tradespeople. We're always going to need plumbers and electricians and carpenters. and Totally. Um, and someone else mentioned that they, I think it was Julie, said that like if you don't know what you want to do after school, like get a trade. And maybe that, I, th- I think I agree, that is a direction that I would push my kids. It's like if you're not ready to go to university, I won't push you. Yep. I don't need you to go to university if that's not what you want to do. No. But if you are just going to fart around for a bit, pick up a skill. Totally. That was the smartest thing I ever did was to learn carpentry in the few years after high school when I was kind of a lost soul. Um, yeah, because I mean those skills will always come in handy, yep. right? So, yeah, no one can ever take your ticket away, and you, uh, like I said, we're always going to have a need for those jobs. There's always something to fall back on, even if you know your other choices don't work out. Definitely, so, very smart. It's also smart before you build to talk to Shane Holmes. That was good. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Uh, Shane Holmes offers affordable customization, which you've heard us talk about before. You can change floor plans. You can adapt a house, one of their existing floor plans, uh, to better suit your needs without spending a whole lot of money. Because a custom home is very expensive, right? 
So to be able to change little things about your house, including the floor plan, that's uh, that's a real benefit that Shane Holmes offers. And you can see that at ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The and Shauna Podcast. I noticed another TV trope recently. I'd like to share it with you if I could. Please do. This is what it has to do with scenes set in classrooms. Okay. Like in high schools, elementary schools. Yep. It doesn't apply to all shows with scenes in classrooms, but enough of them that I've taken notice. So many TV and movie classrooms are tiny. There will be like nine students in the class. Mm, interesting. I yep. noticed this as, as a family, we were watching this new show on Disney Plus called The Crossover. It's about basketball. But in this junior high classroom, I think I counted 12 students. Or if you think back to some nope. of the shows we, we grew up with, like with, with Boy Meets World, for example, if I recall correctly, the desk grid in like Mr. Feeney's class it was like three by four. So there was like 12 kids in the class. Wow. So in what public school yeah. does a teacher get a class size of 12? I was going to say like private school is different. Because yes. yes, that's the point of private schools. You have far smaller classrooms. Even then, however, I think they're up to 15. <laughs> These are 20. public schools. Like, yeah. If you want to be accurate, there should be 35 bodies in that class at least. Beckler at my school, as we know, like they, they erected portables because there wasn't enough room inside the school for all the classrooms. And I swear that we'd be we'd be shoving 40 bodies into those portables. And certain 40 sweaty bodies disgusting. in the Brampton heat. Oh, yeah. The humidity would be 39 no degrees and no AC. And that one fan that would just be poked right at the, the teacher, right in front <laughs> of the face of the teacher. And she was like, you're not getting any of this. None of you. No. Nobody's learned to use deodorant yet. Nope. It's just bad. Oh, man. Um, yeah. Your whole school was portables, right? Like yeah, just the about. gym was a portable. The entrance was a portable as well, you walked in. No, there was a, a, a big. Yeah, there was but, a permanent structure somewhere. Well, you sort of <laughs> yes, but no. It just it expanded so much that our our field was essentially taken over by portables at one point. So, yeah, you wanted to have gym class? Well, you better run around the portables then, because that's all the room we've got. I guess shows probably do this because then you wouldn't have to pay as many actors. You could build a smaller set. You know, like if so. if only two kids in the class are speaking, you don't need thirty of them Fair. to make it accurate. You could probably get away with nine or whatever. But but you're I'm right; sure it's impractical. Teachers must they they must watch those shows and be like, oh, I wish I had a class of twelve students, yeah. right? Of nine students. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Brampton teachers are just bawling. <laughs> <laughs> so smelly. It smells like bits. Smells off. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I was reading about how Generation Z just hates milk. And I was like, by, by the way, I hate saying like Generation X or whatever. Like, that's just stupid to me. But that's how they kind of refer to it. But uh, milk is consumed way less than, you know, our generation, which was far less than our parents' generation. And they say part of it is there are so many milk alternatives now. And then the myth of milk being essential to good bones has been debunked. And not to mention the whole... Milk's go- not good for your buns or for your bones? It, it, sorry, it is. But there's also many other... You don't need it okay. to have good, strong bones. There's many other ways of also doing it. It's not... Not just whereas when we were growing up, it was like, no, no, you need to drink your milk. It helps your bones, right? Yeah. And then we had, of course, the Got Milk com- campaign, which was very successful very for famous. us. Yeah. We I don't mean, have that anymore. I drank a ton of milk growing so up. So did I. I still like the occasional glass. I have a glass every morning. Yeah. But Good uh, for you. People yep. get, you're right. People do not like, some people hate milk mm-hmm. and they get like angry about it. Yes. There's like anger toward milk. And there's this thing about adults drinking milk now, which is seen as just weird, right? So people yeah. see that and like, 
they think it's a really strange thing to see huh. an adult drinking milk. So because of all of this, milk consumption has gone down quite dramatically. Here's the thing, though. In Canada, it's a huge industry for us. We got a lot of dairy farmers in this country. The dairy cartels, right? It, totally. In fact, 11,000 dairy farms are across wow. our country. A lot of dairy farms. They provide a lot of jobs. So, of course, the whole idea of people not drinking milk as much isn't really beneficial for us. Right. So, I mean, that's where we come in. I figure mm. we can help. Yeah, this one's going to be gross. Yeah. Well. You want it? You actually want to do it? Yeah. I mean, I'm going to try and stay away from the grossest, okay. but we'll see you how this goes. Make milk. Sexy. Sexy. Ooh. I always make sure to have several large jugs of milk handy. Mm. <laughs> Let me see your teats. Milk's done that body good. Ooh. I'm into all types. White, brown, thick, homo, <laughs> raw, or fatty. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? Ooh. Oh, I'll suck on your lactose <laughs> and utter sweet nothings into your ear. <laughs> I thought lactose is pretty good. Okay, get it? Lactose, lactose. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I mentioned yesterday I've been listening to this interview uh, with this dude, Tim Urban, who runs the website Wait But Why. And he was talking about how how like the time in our lives break down, like where we spend it and you know how much we have. Yeah. And he said something quite stark. He said, by 18 years of age, most people have spent 97% of the time with their parents that they'll ever spend. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Because he said, you, li- you live with your parents every day, usually up until the age of 18, maybe a little longer, maybe not so long, depending on who you are. Yep. And then he said, with the exception of people who live very close to their parents and see them all the time, the rest of us get like a handful of visits with our parents each year. Totally. And when measured against spending every day in their house up until the age of 18, the time that comes after that only represents about 3% of total time you'll have with your parents. And that's if you're lucky enough to have your parents live long enough that you can, you know, spend that many years visiting them after. Yep. So, I mean, knowing that... I already cherish the time that I get to spend with my parents when they come out here when we go visit them. Yep. But it shows you how valuable that time really is. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I think about that all the time because, you know, my parents are, are in Ontario, so it's a it's a ways to get to them. It's always mm-hmm. a flight. So uh, and my sister lives in Vancouver, and as a family, we try to see each other as much as we can, but it's, it's tough, right? Because we all are traveling and well, trying to coordinate where and how long. And I know you guys had a family trip this past weekend, right? We, we all met in Whistler. Yeah. And I think, yeah, do that as much as you can. Totally, yeah. Well, you still can. I know sometimes even, like, I, I dread the long drive to Saskatchewan where it's like, oh, we're going to be in the car for six and a half, seven hours and the kids will get annoying and, you know, they get restless. But there'll there'll come a day when I wish that I could be, you know, six and a half hours away from my parents. So Heck yes. Yeah. We talked about this after COVID too because there was a, t- a stretch there where I, I couldn't see my family and it almost made that time more valuable again. And I was like, the minute that we can do this again, like I'm going to go even more. So well, the number it. of... yeah. Yeah, the number of trips I used to take versus now, it's definitely increasing. And I mean, money is obviously part of that. And when I was making less, I couldn't mm-hmm. quite afford to go as much. But yeah, now it's like as many times as I can, I'll try and 
visit because yeah as you said you're right and when you when you look at it through the lens of covid like it, yeah we don't have unlimited time with these people right nope. so especially if they're a bit older yeah you said you've already spent most of the time you'll ever spend with your parents by a large margin yep so you take every opportunity you can get and i think i'll apply that advice to my own life as well the beckler and shauna podcast well in vancouver i came across some beautiful vancouver soft headlines for you beckler nice I always like these. Pass those along to you. I mean, we just read the news and there was a couple like really downer stories in there. Yeah, so this, yeah. It's nice to read some softer news sometimes. It's a good it? way of balancing it out. And truly, like there, there are news out there. Uh, it's just different, you know? Yeah. Here we go. Just jump right into it here. Baby goat seen being walked on West Dyke Trail. Someone was walking a baby goat. He was walking a baby goat. Okay. So there we go. Vancouver Stadium ranked second most Instagrammable venue in Canada. <laughs> well, that's good. It's big. Yeah, that's great. It that is big. That's really good. Uh, what to do if you see unsanctioned, quote, street chattel blocking spots. Now, street chattel, if you don't know, is like somebody who puts a pylon out in front of their street or whatever. So they oh. call it street chattel. So I anyway, never heard that term before. No, nope, me neither. But here we are. Okay. So that's a big deal. No offense committed at Princess Park, North Vancouver RCMP say. So instead of offenses that are committed, which mostly is what's in the news, no offense was committed at Princess well, Park. Well, so. that's, that's actually kind of positive. It's great, you know? Guess Again, where crime didn't happen today, exactly. Princess Park. Very exciting news. <laughs> Vegan chocolate bunnies recalled due to undeclared milk. Oh, boy. Yeah, well. Now we're getting into we're it. We're getting eh? right into the Vancouver deep here. <laughs> okay, and last one. Yin Yoga and Live Harp Music Workshop offered this weekend. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you've got yoga going. What, what's Yin Yoga? I've never heard of that. Know. And then a bunch of harps happening? Harps playing in the background. That wow. is soft. Yeah. That is super soft. Yes, yes. So they're <laughs> softening things up. Baby goats, harp yoga. No crime. No crime. Pylons in the street. Beautiful. Soft. Soft, soft things. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. My son Bo, he is eight. Uh, he said a teacher at school farted at him last week. Wow. Yeah. Okay. They were in an assembly in the gym, and he said he was sitting there quietly, and this, according to him, she came, sat down beside him, and then she typed out a few things on her phone, and then she stood up, blasted a foof, and walked away. Was he being bad? He said he wasn't. Okay. But he said it was super loud. Oh, okay. So, I don't know. In the process of standing up, if it just kind of squeaked out? Perhaps. But uh, he thought that was hilarious. That's really funny. I was like, man, if I was a teacher, I'd be farting at so many kids all day. I mean, it's... All day. You don't want to do it in front of all the kids, though, because they're going to call you on it, especially right. if it's super loud. They'll be like, you just farted. And you'd be like, I guess you could just deny it, right? Your yeah. kids, you don't know what you're hearing. I don't think Bo will ever forget that this was the teacher who farted at him. No. No, you sure <laughs> won't. I mean, that would be a good way to threaten the kids, though. You know, you... You better behave, kids. You don't know what this ass can do. All right? Maybe she was asserting dominance, eh? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe, yeah. And you best behave. That's why I wondered if she was being bad. <laughs> she goes? Yeah, yeah. Instead of a Dutch oven, you know, you, you block the yeah. kids. I'll put you I'll put you in the closet, and I'm going to fart in there. <laughs> I right? think parents might take issue gonna with that. I'm going to chop you with my farts. Well... I would just subtly gas the children. Fair. You know, I'd, anyone I didn't like, anyone who's misbehaving, I'd just... You know, as teachers walk up and down between the desks, yep. I just pull one behind me, you know? Just eat some extra fiberistic food. Yeah. Real fibery foods there and just, yeah. Misbehaving, gassed. Silent but Being deadly. Being disruptive, mm-hmm. disrespectful, <laughs> gassed.
<laughs> oh, man. How about you haul on this fart? Yeah. Okay. No, suck on it. Okay? <laughs> suck on it. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. Man, the Easter Bunny has certainly upped his game lately, hasn't he? There are so many different chocolate egg types now. It's absolutely insane. Oh, it's kind of overwhelming, isn't it? It's It's gone bonkers. Did you hit up any of the cheap chocolate yesterday? I did not hit oh, up yeah, the cheap chocolate. Oh, yeah, good deals. Probably still to be found. Yeah, totally. I always do, too, especially after Valentine's Day, and I yep. totally forgot. But, I mean, there's the, the classic milk chocolate eggs with the foil on them. That's what we used to have when we were growing up. It's still pretty solid. They're still pretty Probably decent. Probably the, the goat of Easter candy, I the, would For say. sure. But, I mean, mediocre chocolate inside at best, right? Mm. Like, in in comparison to the other options now, which holy, like there's the caramel eggs, the peanut butter filled one. Mm-hmm. Then there's the cookies and cream eggs, which I'd never Ooh, seen before. And those are damn good. Real nice. Like, holy crap. The, the the mini cream eggs are now yeah. in that form too. I'm just like, what is going on here? Did you see Sam try to break the record for most Cadbury cream eggs eaten no, in a minute? No, I didn't. I missed this. He posted a video of it on... Okay, I'm going to have to go watch it. Yeah, this. if you want, go to the X social pages. But I think the record was six, and he tried to do seven, and he didn't get there. I want to say he got to four. Because it's just like your mouth gums up, right? Right. It's just too rich and creamy to uh, get down in, in a minute. That's a gross sentence. Um, yeah. I think mini eggs really changed the game. They sure did. Because now everybody has their own version of mini eggs. Like, do you see Lint has their own... Mini oh, egg yeah, variation, I think. The lint min- the eggs like, too. Holy those are like crap. high class mini eggs. Yeah. Uh, Smarties introduced a mini egg this year. Those mm. are pretty good too. Interesting. Um, I still hate eggies. Yeah. Those ones are gross to me. I'm sorry, you've missed the mark on that Hershey's or whoever made those. Okay. In comparison to mini eggs, there's just no there's no comparison. There, there's worse. The the co-op brand ones. Oh. A few years ago, a friend of ours was like, hey, mini eggs are on sale at co-op. You need to get over there. So we ran like five bucks a bag. I remember this. Yeah. So we raced over you there. You were devastated. And it turned out it was the co-op brand ones and they just were not. So we went, we, went, we drove to her house and threw a bunch at the house. So my protest. sister and I demanded to the, the Easter Bunny a while back, just as we were getting older, that we swap out the the foil eggs for yep. mini eggs and we hid those around the house instead. Fair. I requested this for, for the Easter Bunny and, and he obliged. But man, it, the one thing is they're not. They're not covered, right? So then you put them in dusty areas or whatever, right. and that's that's an exposed thing. But also, like, those are still the best. Those are really, really what make it. You know, you egg. cannot go wrong with mini eggs. When we were growing up, my grandma used to give us the two-pound chocolate bunnies. That's Do insane. you remember those? Yeah, no. I mean, I appreciate the gesture of two pounds of chocolate, but there wasn't much I could do with it. No. Like, you couldn't really bite it. It you was too melt dense. It down. And then I try to like shave it, but you're going to cut yourself doing that. So it was just too much. The number of different hollowed bunnies and thick bunnies and everything else now that there are some thick bunnies out there, right? There's bunnies for all sizes and shapes now. And then there's different, like now there's the cats, the chocolate cats and chocolate dog. I'm like, what is happening here? It's getting out of hand. We've come a long way from just foil eggs, haven't we? We really have. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative. X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. This week on X After Hours with Mariah and Ty. I gotta go watch D&D with my friends. We're gonna go watch the D&D movie. It's gonna be very cool, so uh, I gotta get going.
Correct. Is that okay? X After Hours. Watch the video on YouTube. Stream it wherever you get your podcasts. Or find it at x929.ca. 